Hello and welcome to the Fleet Meet video series that's designed to compare and contrast developments in Europe and North America. My name is Mike Antich, I'm editor of Automotive Fleet, and my co-presenter is Hans Damon, the managing partner for Fleet 360. Today we're going to be examining the development of artificial intelligence and its applications within fleet management and the kind of impact that it's going to have both positive and negative. So let's start off with the positive aspects. Hans, where, where do you see as some of the positive um, ramifications of the introduction of AI in fleet vehicles? Yeah, thanks, Mike. Um... Well, when we were preparing this call, uh, we, we, we chatted about, okay, what will be the influence and so on. And we both came up with the idea to say, okay, now as a human being, we can come up with the pros and cons ourselves. But it would be interesting to see what AI itself thinks about what value add it can create over time. So what we actually did is, except it's just posting this question to ourselves, we posted also on, on, on ChatGPT and, and the AI platforms out there. And we broke the topic down into five key areas. So we asked AI to say, okay, what do, why do you think you can contribute in a positive way to the safety in vehicles, the comfort, energy consumption, running costs, and driver productivity? And so we have an answer on all of those, and we can talk them through um, step, step by step. But that's the kind of approach we took. And as you already said, Mike, we will certainly wrap up this conversation by by also looking at potential cons and probably dig in a bit deeper after after this uh, video. Mm -hmm. But let's start with uh, let's start with safety. So you know, of course, uh, driver assistance uh, uh, program is, is 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 a lot about software and and sensors and collecting very valuable information over time. You know, uh, actually, Tesla started all of this off by putting cameras in many of or if not all cars. And and by you know building a very strong database, a data warehouse on, on driving experience, roadside situations, and so on. And by connecting more and more cars, uh, the data will become more and more reliable. The bigger the data, the more reliable it will become. The better we are in predicting what will happen in front of us or or behind us. And so, therefore, a, especially AI. But I agree with uh, AI in this case. Uh, you know, bringing all of that data together is probably one of the key benefits of AI being integrated into into cars. And now we talk about you know avoiding collisions, uh, alert uh, alerting drivers for unsafe conditions that they might not have noticed themselves a, a rapid temperature drop and and so on. Now there's a little flashlight uh, on your dashboard potentially, but you know it could even change even the ABS settings of a vehicle when road conditions change, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Or even take full control in the future of a vehicle in case of an emergency situation. When a driver stops responding, uh, the car can help to bring the car in safe to one of the safety roads and put the hazard lights on and so on. So there's many things it can add to, to safety. Uh, there's a lot of safety features in cars, but of course it can be brought to the, to the next level. If yeah, we then talk about... One, yes, go, go ahead. ahead. Yeah, I think no, one please. of the things that need to be, um, or one of the things that should be mentioned is th this will be a transformational technology that will be found in fleet vehicles, but the foundation already exists within our vehicles. People that I talk to in terms of um, AI uh, software programs that are being developed, you know, they're going to be adjuncts onto the existing telematic systems that are within vehicles. 
And one of the key purposes of these AI systems is through use, day-to-day -day use of these vehicles, the driver interaction with the vehicle is to develop very in-depth dynamic driver profiles. Likewise, the secondary purpose is to develop very in-depth dynamic vehicle profiles. And what's the purpose of that? The purpose from that is they feel that that now gives the foundation in which to create predictive analytics, both for the driver and for the vehicle. And um, that's really where I think we're going to be seeing some major changes and really where the first benefits are going to come from is in terms of the predictive analytics. Would you agree with that, uh, Hans? Yeah, true, true. Yes, that, that's the key, the key message here indeed. Yeah, and, and what I mentioned, not only the telematics, but also with ADAS, you know, the AI is going to be interacting with the ADAS systems within the vehicle and acting as an enhancement there. Mm -hmm. You know, another key area that that ChatGPT, you know, brought to our attention in terms of the use of its uh, system within fleet vehicles is comfort, enhancing comfort. Now, I've attended a number of meetings, and so this is something that's been in the works for a long time, but uh, automating the comfort of a vehicle. So for instance, how would you go about doing that? You know, if you have sensors within the seat of a vehicle, that can identify where the pressure points are and then adjustments can be made through AI or through a smart technology. Adjustments can be made to these seats in order to eliminate those pressure points and create a more comfortable driving environment. Uh, another example would be with climate control. You know, there could be sensors that are monitoring the skin temperature of the driver and being able to automatically adjust the climate control systems in order to optimize it for, for driver comfort. What, what's your yes. feeling, sir? No, no, true. The other elements that I found here in the research here was also, uh, was also to, to say um, if, if, if you have sensors that can measure more on the body, uh, uh, your heart, uh, your heartbeat going up, your heart rate going up, uh, uh, which could be an expression of you're getting upset about something or you're getting frustrated over something and so on. A uh, car can even play uh, some uh, some more relaxing music or dim the light or change the light uh, and so on, or even say some calming messages uh, because, yeah, people do get upset um, in, in, vehicle, in vehicles, in traffic uh, once in a while. And, you know, before you get yourself into a, a road rage situation where nobody wants to be, uh, you know, this all can be detected in the future and perhaps can be reduced uh, to a certain degree by by sending out the right signals or taking the right measures even within the vehicle. Well, you know, there's a lot of these what if type scenarios right there, but it, I, I totally agree with you. You know, the AI system within a vehicle is going to know this because it's going to know your profile. It's going to know yeah. what agitates you. It's going to know what's going to soothe you. And theoretically could diffuse the situation by offering the good, uh, a good counter remedy to uh, what you may be experiencing at that particular time. But I think the important thing that I would like to bring out, and, and my prediction is that I think the benefits of AI are gonna far outweigh whatever negative consequences. And that's not to minimize the negative consequences because there are serious ones that we need to address as an industry. They're not insurmountable, but they need to be addressed, um, especially in the area of negligent entrustment and, and driver privacy. But regardless, the positives are going to outweigh the negatives. And also with these vehicle profiles, you know, that's where your enhancements to 
energy consumption, driver product, uh, vehicle uh, lowering mm -hmm. running costs for vehicles mm -hmm. is all going to come into play. True, true. Now, especially also on, on driver productivity and, and, and clearly the concern there as well, because you quickly might invade into to privacy uh, territory. Uh, but if you then look at, you know, how you even perhaps get more advanced uh, uh, traffic uh, suggestions or even looking at your full calendar and say, OK, well, I know you've scheduled these meetings in this order, but perhaps you can tweak the order a bit so we can work around roadblocks or roadworks and so on more easily. Or we can deal with certain, you know, bottlenecks in traffic uh, in a more timely manner. So you make every appointment in, in, in time. Um, so mm -hmm. connecting a car to a schedule is, is already not rocket science anymore, but having a fully uh, planned, uh, planned uh, roadmap to connect with all your uh, schedules and even recommending to change your schedule slightly to uh, to reduce, uh, therefore, your traffic time, frustration, but also energy costs and uh, and, and wear and tear on, on, on vehicles. It it all helps in, it all steps in. And what you also see is, as we said at the beginning of the call, we looked at it from various angles safety, comfort, energy consumption, running cost, and driver productivity. But then again, you will quickly see that there's so much overlap between these topics because one does affect the other um, all the time. Well, and it's true, you know, we're, we're focusing now on driver productivity. We're focusing on uh, vehicle efficiency, but, you know, there's a third prong to this. And, you know, it, it's something that'll help the fleet manager at the home office. Right now, many fleet managers are really one person shows. I mean, they the day the old days of having assistant fleet managers assisting you on doing a lot of the mundane work has either been outsourced to outside companies. But what I think um, is going to be made available is an AI virtual fleet assistant. This is the fleet manager, the assistant fleet manager that fleet managers haven't had, and it's going to be there and it's going to be able to address the types of questions that you would um, uh, want to ask. So a good example is a company called AssetWorks. It's a US-based um, fleet management system, but they had written an article and you'd be able to find it um, by Googling it, but they ask very specific fleet questions. So for instance, you know, they deal a lot with government fleets. So the question was, you know, we're, we need three more mechanics in order to address uh, our productivity needs on keeping, uh, minimizing vehicle downtime. Chat GPT, develop for me a position statement that can be submitted to management justifying the increased budget for these three uh, technicians um, and um, uh, the offsets that would happen by um, minimizing vehicle downtime. That's yeah. the kind of stuff that you would have an assistant uh, fleet manager assist you with. In the past, sure. it was just one more thing that you would add to your list. That's going to be yeah. a very powerful component to fleet managers in general. No, for sure, for sure. But as, as we already said, um, it, it, it is good to keep the human uh, intelligence in place as well. Uh, in the end, it is uh, it's also our decision to activate or not activate tools and systems and so on in, in, in cars. So uh, I would say, uh, Mike, let's uh, let's make sure that in the next episode, we will look at the cons as well. Uh, because funny enough, when I did the, the lookup also on ChatGPT, you know, uh, artificial intelligence is uh, not lacking any, uh, let's say, uh, it's 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 not lacking any self-confidence. Uh, it sees a lot of upsides. Uh, and also when I asked for a specific downside, <laughs> the answers were clearly less clear than all the upsides. So funny enough, the, even the system sells itself. 
and um, and, and that's where I I would say as a, as human beings we should uh, keep a, a nice balance between the pros and the cons. Well, you know, another aspect just to build upon that, and we can use this as our com concluding comments. AI systems are rules based, and as we all know, in managing a fleet, sometimes there are gray areas. Um, within an AI system, it's either follow the rule or it's out of um, uh, out of um, uh, out of sync in terms of um, what's allowable in fleet management. So those would be the areas we'll be addressing. I touched upon a couple of them earlier that I'd like to talk about, negligent entrustment and driver mm -hmm. privacy. But again, as we always do with these sessions, we're run out of time and yeah. it'll be a great segue for, uh, for our next uh, fleet meet meeting. Super. Well, thanks for the chat today, uh, Mike. Uh, I appreciate the going back and forth. Uh, perhaps it was not such a, a difference between uh, EU and, uh, and, and US, but uh, that's why we have many things in common. So uh, it's always uh, good to highlight the topic uh, looking at it from, from both angles. Thanks for Great. your time. Thank you. Thank you.